morning. Welcome to the Atheist in the Desert podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You know, it's interesting. Um, I said it a, a, a few podcasts back. I don't know. But um, one thing I learned a long time ago, I, I learned it from, from uh, some other people, was the phrase restraint of pen and tongue. And you've probably heard it before. It's nothing new. But essentially is, you know, sometimes it's okay to just, you know, just keep your mouth shut. Um, I've had this thing ever since I was a kid that I always feel like I got to get my opinion out or I got to, I, I have to react to every every little thing that comes my way and I always have to have a, a thought or a, I got to get in there and try to fix things and, you know, case in point, um, you know, we're in the middle, my daughter's softball team, I don't know what it is, but my kids' sports just get me riled up, and I think it's partly because it's probably an ego thing, that they got to be on the best teams, I feel, because they're good, and blah, 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 and, you know, 10 years from now, none of this crap is going to matter, but on the flip side of the coin, you know, you want to make sure they're on the right team with the right coaches, you, you know, you got to do your due diligence there, but I, I, I'm constantly overthinking everything, and because I'm overthinking everything, sometimes I can just change my mind on a whim and go back and forth and react and be emotional. So that's where sometimes this restraint of pen and tongue and just keeping your mouth shut can be so valuable. And yesterday, I was starting to get a little worried about this new team that we're putting together and if we're going to have enough players. And, you know, we have the coach that we have has been doing this a long time. And, you know, it's a good organization that we're joining. And But I also have sort of a backup plan of another really good organization and some, some friends of ours that are on that team. And every now and then I text his dad and say, hey, what's going on? Do you think, you know, your coach would take a look at my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I didn't, like, I texted with him a little bit yesterday. I didn't get crazy and, like, tell him exactly everything and, hey, we'll come to your team. But I just said, hey, we'll let you know. We'll see how this works out. But I guess... Um, the thing I the thing I like about the restraint of pen and tongue is because typically my first reaction isn't always the best reaction. So when something happens, just like freaking out right away and blah blah blah, and like oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Sometimes it's okay just to keep my mouth shut and see what happens, you know. Because sometimes things work themselves out. So earlier in the day yesterday, I was a little freaked out, texting a couple dads, doing this, doing that, and so I finally just texted our the coach that's going to be the coach of our this new team. And I just said, hey, give a contingency plan if we don't get enough players, blah, blah, blah. And he just simply said back, oh, yeah, we do. We're going to do this, this, and this. And I thought, gosh, that makes sense. And it just calmed me down. And it got me thinking that sometimes it's okay just to trust the process of anything in life. Um, this ever-changing flow of the universe. Sometimes you can just let it be. I don't have to be involved. And that's where this restraint of pen and tongue can come in and be so valuable is that Sometimes I'll say something or do something that's going to create a problem. And sometimes silence is just okay. Um, I always have this thought process that that if I don't express my opinion, then things aren't going to go correctly. <laughs> and sometimes you just have to sit back and say, well, who the heck am I? Like, I'm just a person. I'm not... I'm not any better or worse or whatever. Trust the process. Allow things to flow. And again, it goes back to, you know, my my kids, they're on their own path in the universe. Yeah, I want to 
kind of be there and maybe guide a little bit and give them some direction. But again, I, what, I mean, I don't know everything. What's my direction? You know, I'm still a mess. <laughs> but so switching gears a tad, and I guess this falls along the line of restraint of pen and tongue, but in a different way. You know, I'm the kind of person where my mind is always going, racing, moving, thinking, overthinking. And a couple of times last week when I was driving, because I'm always, and that's part of the reason I started doing this podcast, because sometimes I have these thoughts going through and I thought, you know, since I'm in my car driving anyway and I have some time once in a while, why not just throw this up on a, on something and maybe people will enjoy it. But my mind is always rolling and always moving and going. And what I did a couple of times last week is I just put my phone on airplane mode and I turned on like some like the spa channel on Sirius. And I just tried not to think for like 10 minutes while I was driving and breathe. And it's amazing because it's I guess it's it's meditating in a way, but I don't I don't know if I want to sit and get in some type of meditative trance while I'm driving down the road, but but it was in a way just kind of minor meditation and just sometimes just sitting, breathing. And just trying to clear your mind can make things so clear. And sometimes silence is okay. Like, just silence in your brain sometimes is just fine. You know, I don't have to always be in the middle of everything in my life all the time. Sometimes I can just let things be the way they're going to be. And that's where silence and restraint of pen and tongue, (laughs) restraint of brain, you know, I'm just here, you know, again, I'm, I'm part of this ever-changing flow of the universe, I'm nothing special, and, and silence can be very important, and be very valuable, try it sometimes, you know, that restraint of pen and tongue, let's, you know, first of all, start with, hey, you're with a group of people, you're all talking about something, maybe you're all talking about the vacation you went on, I think I used that analogy before, but hey, we went this, we did that, and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times we're just sitting there back and forth. Oh, we did this. Oh, we did that. And we did that. And we did that. Just try sometimes to just, when somebody goes, hey, we went here, here, and here. Just say, okay, oh, man, that sounds like fun. And just nod. And then don't say anything. It's amazing what can happen sometimes. There's a freeing calmness and a peace about it. When you can just, when you get out of that realm of, you know, I have to tell them what I did, you know. Um... Sometimes I'll sit and watch people. And you can actually see it in people sometimes when you're having a conversation with them. They're literally not even listening to what you're saying. <laughs> you can just hear it. You can see it. And that's okay. I, 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 there's something about that silence and that restraint of pen and tongue that can be so valuable. Um, you know, I'm on, you know, it's Monday morning and, you know, you've, been listening to my podcast you know a lot of times my Mondays start out kind of stressful and as the week goes it calms down and calms down and the stressful feelings that I have on a Monday there's nothing new here it's always there and it's been that way since I was you know probably five years old (laughs) back to school and it's fine again I think stress is it was is an evolved tool that was really aided us in the past because it can motivate you in a way and I need to recognize that what it is and just go with what I need to do. Um, getting off topic a little bit about silence, but 
sometimes it's the silence of me just driving down the road trying not to think look at other cars look at other people in their cars living their lives and doing what they do and thinking that their universe is the center and or their world you know what they're doing is the center of the universe and that's fine because we're all we're all that way you know this this softball team that i'm freaking out about over the next you know i've been freaking out about for the last week you know another week or two it'll be all set and we'll have a roster it'll be fine and on the flip side of that coin you know if i were to explain what's going on with our softball team to like a friend of mine or an acquaintance they'd probably look at me like i was crazy like why are you getting so worked up about softball <laughs> and they're right you know perspective you know in 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 the recovery world they, they have these things called sponsors and you know it's somebody that you that you you ask to help you out and and, and really what it is in my opinion and the reason the where where sponsorship can be very valuable is that if you go to that person and kind of explain what's going on in your life, and you can do this with just a friend too, you know, if you got a good friend that you feel good about, that they have an unemotional view about it. You know, they they don't have any investment in it, and sometimes they can just be clear. And and that's why going back to the restraint of pen and tongue, you know, like even even now today, I wish I hadn't contact that that other day. I, I kept it very light and minimal. I didn't tell them like, hey, we're gonna come try out for your team, but. But I just kind of wish I wouldn't even have done that, you know. I just, you know, you got to have a backup plan, I guess. But because now a day later, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm good with this situation that we're in now. I think it's going to work out. So the emotions that come into play in, in decision-making sometimes, um, they're not always very valuable. They, they, they can fog you up sometimes. I told Susan yesterday that... Um, that that's my wife by the way I don't think I've ever said her name (laughs) but I told her yesterday that I'm very grateful that I learned these things um at a young age I don't always apply them because I can be I can have diarrhea of the mouth and if I didn't just have some of these this information that I learned you know at a younger age I would just be a complete reactive nightmare you know, there's a couple dads on our team that are um, constantly talking and yapping and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, when and when they do it, I sit and I listen and I recognize it because I think to myself, God, that could easily be me. That's one thing that I'm pretty good at when it comes to our team. You won't see me freaking out during games and stuff and yelling and stuff because I just like, whatever. I, you know, a game's a game. But, I mean, it doesn't mean I don't get into it and it's fun. But um, I definitely don't react that way. You gotta just trust the process of life. Sometimes I don't always need to be involved. I don't always have to have my opinion spoon, splone, splattered all over the place. It doesn't always have to be, you know, my show. Um, it's a big world, you know. There's a lot of people on this planet with lives and moving parts, and and yeah, this is my world and my being and my family and what I'm doing, and it's important. But ultimately, it's very small. It's very tiny. You know, we were driving. Um, we were driving yesterday and I went and got my kids a couple new beds and we were, we went over to this other, and where we went was close by where our first house was when we moved down here to the desert. We rented for like a year and a half and no longer than that. No, probably about a year and a half. But anyway, but we drove through that neighborhood and it was just weird because all the trees were getting bigger and it just looked different. And I, it, you know, that's 13 years ago. And I was thinking to myself, like when I first moved here, like the thoughts in my brain and what I thought was important and what I thought was going to be 
is so much different than it is today. You know, I don't, I mean, some of the things are the same. You know, you want the well-being for your family and, you know, you want, we want to, you know, fulfill our, our life of happiness, I guess, or whatever we're trying to do. But, but just some of the things that I thought were important when I first moved here, like they're just not a big deal to me anymore you know, 13 years later, and, you know, a combination of a lot of different things, you know, just experience, and going through some stuff, and, you know, the number of years that I, I spent, you know, drinking excessively, that I didn't, when I moved here, I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't drinking, and I went back out in that world for a while, and, and, um, it's, it's part of the universe, you know, my, my world and my life is nothing unique, you know, and I don't need to be involved in every aspect. I, I need to trust the process. You know, sometimes, you know, religious people or people that believe in God, they like to say, oh, trust God. God has a plan and God is mysterious and okay, fine, whatever. I'm not, you know, this podcast wasn't started to, to, to debate religion. It was just a guy with viewpoints and... And that's fine. I mean, you can call the universe God or call the God universe, you know, because anybody's listening to this podcast that's religious or believes in God, they might catch me once in a while saying that the ever-changing flow of the universe or the universe, and they say, well, you're basically just calling God the universe. And I mean, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I know that the universe is bigger than me. I know that, <laughs> you know. Um, I just know... I'm going to wrap this up. Um, you know, like yeah, my podcast get a lot, get a little off topic and I'm okay with that. But back to my beginning thought process on this topic of restraint of pen and tongue. The next time you're in a situation that you feel like you need to object, you know, you need to put your opinion in something, um, just don't and just see what happens. Um, for a lot of years, my son's baseball team, I, I really thought in my mind they weren't doing things the right way. I thought that they needed to work on this, they needed to do that, they needed to do that. And many times after every season, we thought, we're going to pull them off this team, we're going to pull them off this team. But we liked it. We liked everyone on the team. I liked, I liked the coach and I liked the families. And, but I felt like they weren't doing it the right way, you know, my opinion. And this last last couple of seasons, I've just kind of kept my mouth shut and gone with it and supported them. And now this season, we're on a new season and the practices so far, they're doing a lot of the things that I wanted to, I wanted to see happen without my opinion. They didn't, you know, sit and listen to me and whatever. And um, so sometimes things just work out. And again, I'm not saying that because it worked out and what I wanted to do that it's better. I mean, it might have worked out where it didn't. It wasn't what I wanted to do. You know, but my son wanted to keep playing on the team and he likes his friends on there and that's fine. But my point is, is that sometimes things just work out and I don't, I don't have to always be involved and be a part of it. Um, one of my favorite things to do when I'm at practices with other parents is when they're all yapping and going and talking and blah, blah, blah. And it's just to sit there and listen and nod. I don't know. There's a piece in that. So try it sometimes. Restraint of pen and tongue. It's a beautiful tool. Takes practice, though. <laughs> Take care.